Hi there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Alana, Kyle, and Tira, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. Welcome back to another episode of the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. Um, as per usual, now it is myself, Kyle, and Tira. Why is that so funny? <laughs> as per usual? Yeah. I've never seen usually abbreviated. <laughs> what? You haven't heard that? <laughs> the king of abbreviating everything? Abbreviating is different than shortening. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. No, it's fine. Okay. As per usual... The team is here. Also, Tira, if you're new here listening, um, Tira has joined the team. And so this episode is very exciting because we will dive deep into who she is, why she's here, what brought her here, what her journey has been. Um, if you've missed it, Kyle and I have also done sex testimonies. Mine is ages ago. Pretty sure it's like episode three. I don't know. Something like that. And then Kyle is- Yeah. Thank you. Because I had forgotten. And uh, yeah, but I probably need to redo mine one day because it's a long time ago and I've probably gotten a lot better at this than I was. (laughs) But that's okay. And I'm just, I'm so excited to hear your story, Tira, and like your journey of this. I think it's beautiful. It's going to be great. Um, But to start us out first, I'm going to share a review because we've been getting so many amazing reviews and it's amazing. So this one is five stars and it was titled drastically improved sex life which already is a great start we could just end it there (laughs) Um, but they said i am so dang thankful for the work that kyle and alana are pouring into this podcast and for how god is using them it's been so encouraging to be able to put a name to some of the things that i've been feeling and to not feel so alone the devil really had a hold on our sex life after we got married but since listening to the podcast it has really been changing both of us and drug us closer together than ever before this is a must-listen podcast. Thank you, Shelby. That was amazing. Awesome. Appreciate you so much. It's so beautiful. Love that. Yeah, and we've also been trying to start our episodes off with a verse to bring more Bible into the podcast and each individual episode. So today's verse is Isaiah 26, verse 3. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Mm. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So Tira, Tira, this verse, does it cover, like, is there significance to this verse? <laughs> uh, I think I, in general, feel pretty peaceful in my mm. life. And I, so this speaks to me because I feel like I surrender a lot to God and just have hands open to him. And I think that is the number one reason why things are peaceful, even amidst, amongst, okay. you know, all the crazy stuff that happens in life. I still feel probably because you also injured. play piano. Piano is very useful, <laughs> <laughs> so that is also probably a role to play. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Love it. Okay, Tira, right, take it so, away. All right. So, um, so my sextimony starts the day I got married, uh, which is almost 15 years ago now. So a lot has happened during that time. So I thought what I'd do is just break it into like four different seasons. So first one is the beginning of our marriage. The next is our fertility journey. The next is pregnancy and postpartum. And then the last is kind of the deconstruction of the narrative that I was brought up in. So um, starting with the beginning of our marriage, our first year 
of intimacy was challenging. And I mean that in both senses, good and bad. Like I remember it not being how I imagined it to be. I thought it was going to be this like full-blown wonderful experience where we just couldn't get enough of each other and everything worked out how it should be. Kind of like how you are when you're dating and you're just trying not to go too far, you know, and then like, yes, we finally get to. (laughs) But instead it kind of, I just ended up experiencing pain, which then brought on confusion. And then obviously like a hesitancy, anytime intimacy would come up. And, uh, uh, I actually ended up with a UTI on the second day of our honeymoon and oh, no. we, we had to go to the ER because all the clinics were closed. Cause I think it was like on a Sunday or something. Where and, uh, we went to Whistler. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And which actually wasn't all that good. Cause it was in the middle of summer and it was, it was like a super hot that summer <laughs> and they don't have air conditioning because it's a winter ski oh. destination. And I mean, there's summer stuff to do, but like, yes, yeah, so we roasted. Um, and so, but having the UTI, like that was one of the things my mom had prepped me for. Like, she's like, okay, you know, whatever it starts hurting to pee, just go. Um, anyway, so we got to the ER and the, the doctor just like kind of giggled and was like, oh, you're on your honeymoon. Yeah. We call this honeymoonitis. So that's actually a term. <laughs> like I just Googled it just to like, see as I was prepping this and yep, that's a thing. So Anybody who's, um, you know, engaged in prepping for your wedding night, if you haven't had sex before, um, be prepared. That's a thing. And then (laughs) to top that off, you know, like if you don't know this, if you're on birth control, um, the antibiotics counteract your birth control. So then you need to use extra protection. So then we had to switch to condoms. Like it was like right away. (laughs) Yeah. Are you serious? Um, I am totally serious. Did you not know that? No. Is that why you have four kids? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's the um, best comeback of all time. Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> I had no idea that was a thing. I had okay, no well, clue. There you go. Now you know. Um, anyway. Um, I knew that intimacy was important for us. And so I knew I wanted to make it work. And like, we worked as a team figuring things out. And, um, uh, like, I really feel like I have the best husband in the world. Like from day one, the amount of graceful patience and gentle encouragement he gave and still does, um, Mm. like was exactly what I needed um, to feel safe and to work through it together. That was like the biggest, um, reason why we ended up with success. So kind of the biggest takeaway from that season was communication and spoiler alert. It's generally the biggest takeaway from all my seasons because communication is just the best. Um, So we would talk about, you know, like what was working, what wasn't helping me focus on connection and not just the physical act um, was the biggest thing Mm -hmm. really practicing thought control and staying in the moment together. Um, So I'm happy to report that as we learned together, things just kept and keep getting better and better. So Mm-hmm. Nice. Season one done. Now speed up five years and we're ready to have kids. Both my husband and I, like we love kids. We always wanted kids, um, but we wanted to get to know each other first and have him uh, be able to finish school first. So once he was finished school, then we started trying. And at the beginning, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I feel like sex with a purpose is a whole different experience. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Did you guys feel that? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yeah. Like it's, it's fun. Like not only are you enjoying each other, but you're fully like working as a team, trying to accomplish something that neither of you are fully in control of. 
you know, yeah. like maybe it's, it it's happened. Fine. It's fine. Maybe you know, we met the baby. I know. <laughs> and then you think like, you know, some of the best encounters you're like, yes, that was full love that, that one made the baby, you know? <laughs> oh man. But I was then, just thinking about some of the things I used to say and like things we used to do. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, oh, and the I things. What do you mean? <laughs> Wait a second. What do you mean? Oh, <laughs> just like the stupid things you used to do. <laughs> like, oh man, I used to, I used to call my, I used to be like, swim, 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 like go, Michael Phelps. <laughs> like, yeah, with like the different positions oh. and like the different pillows, and you know, like keep your legs up in the air and bicycle. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Oh man, upside down. Go, go, go. <laughs> yes, yes, totally. <laughs> so, like, it was fun for a little bit, and then it turned into months, and then turned into a year, and so during the time, it became less fun, and it became a lot harder to relax mm. and enjoy, and instead, it just became more of a chore, and a controlled chore. So this is my start of my journey into like learning all things fertility. I've always been interested in human biology. And so to learn a whole aspect of my body that I had never really learned about was completely fascinating. And um, I jumped full on board. So here I am taking my temperatures every morning, checking my cervical fluid, you know, making notes on my chart every day. It became a bit obsessive. <clears throat> I thought I was okay. <laughs> my husband kept suggesting I wasn't. Um the control led me to being chronically stretched, mm. stressed, which at the time I didn't really see, but in hindsight, I see it. Um, okay. So I got a break here and tell you another funny story. So <laughs> it just tells you how bad the stress was. So I ended up having like this extreme toothache, um, mm. in one, one, one specific tooth, my back molar and, like the pain was excruciating and nothing would take it away. And so went to the dentist. Um, he did a full root canal. And as I was waiting for the crown and everything to be put on, um, I was still getting the pain. I was like, what the heck? We got the root canal. Like there's no nerves left. And he's like, yeah, that's okay. Like it should be okay. Just give it a little bit. <clears throat> and it didn't get better and didn't get better. And so he look to see if there was any other cracks or anything. And there wasn't. And he's like, well, basically the only thing we can do is take the tooth out. So I took the tooth out and, um, I still had the pain. And I was like, what? Mm. I don't have a tooth there. How am I having pain? So he sent me to a gum specialist, went to the gum specialist. He did some, like a couple, couple little tests and like felt around in my, how do you explain that? Like in your bottom lip, like where the, where your gums connect to your lip, kind of like massaging in there. Right, right. Mm -hmm. um, and he's like, yeah, so um, have you, have has anything stressful happened, you know, in this, the start of this year? And I was like, well, not really. I mean, we're trying to get pregnant. And he, I remember him laughing at me and saying, yep, that would do it. So apparently when you get stressed, some people carry the stress in those muscles that are like under your lip gum. And it refers pain to that one specific spot. So he's like, if I'm right, right. Ah. your gums. Yeah, I'm instantly like, oh, oh, I like sitting there like rubbing her lower lip. Like, <laughs> so it's like you pull your you pull your lip down and you like <laughs> massage it. Yeah. Anyway, so he's like, okay, if I'm right, you can go take a muscle relaxant, one that doesn't have a painkiller in it, and if that works, that's what it is. And that's what it was, guys. Like, wow. So I had this whole tooth removal and this whole big oh, no. like all this, all because I was stressed, stressed about out. having a kid. <laughs> So, so that was okay. Uh, 
So you get the picture. I was obsessed and stressed and my husband had picked up on this much earlier, like I said, and I had just brushed him off. So I now took him a bit more seriously and asked him if he could do my charting. So every morning he would take my temperature, but he didn't tell me what it was and charted it on our chart. Like Mm. such a sweetie. Um, so we started adding the fun back in. We budgeted each month for our sex life so we could change it and try new fun, new things each month. Uh, eventually we ended up at the, yeah, yeah, definitely worth doing. Like Mm -hmm. put a budget on the budget. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell my accountant. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so eventually we ended up at the fertility clinic two years after starting and we conceived through IUI. So intrauterine insemination. Um, so the biggest takeaway from that season was just like learning to let go of control and surrendering it to God. Um, this was Mm. certainly a super hard journey. Like it was not easy and it came with so many tears and hurts and ups and downs in your emotions. Like, like, yeah, trying to make a baby and it's not working is so, Mm -hmm. so hard. Um, so like, I'm so thankful my husband and I were on the same team throughout it all. Like I can definitely see how it tears marriages apart. Um, Mm -hmm. especially when you're not communicating, like we did the highs and lows together, communicating our feelings, um, was what really kept us united. Okay. Then third season, pregnancy and postpartum. So my pregnancy and all the pregnancies that followed was awful. (laughs) Not only like the nausea and all that stuff. However, Mm -hmm. I'll say I was so happy that I could get pregnant. Like Mm -hmm. that was another, um, way of accepting like okay well at least i'm pregnant that felt good right Mm -hmm. um but the hormones are real like my sex drive tanked fully like maybe even to the minus numbers i would say so intimacy during this time whole pregnancy you didn't get like the horny second semester no and i semester i (laughs) semester (laughs) i graduated That was great. Uh, um, trimester, I promise I'm not an idiot. That. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was awful. Yeah. And I, yeah, I hate books that say, oh, yeah, you can expect this. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, 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 it was not. It was terrible. And so intimacy during this time took effort and communication, like lots of talk outside the bedroom about feelings and about connections. Um, and hormones also played a big part in my general demeanor. Um how I think that's a story for another day. Cause that's like a whole nother thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, after having my baby, uh, my sex drive, thankfully returned. Okay. That was one thing I was like the biggest scare. I'm like, Oh my gosh, am I going to be like this forever? Like, am oh, I no. just never going to have desire? Like it's awful. Yeah. Um, so I was really, really happy that it came back. Um, however, having sex after the baby is different and I experienced a lot of pain. So, I know we go into detail for some things on this podcast, so I'm going to go into a bit here because I want other women to know. And I'm sure you've probably talked about this a bit um, in some of your other past episodes, but um, for me, it felt like rug burn. Like mm-hmm. it felt like an insane dryness that wasn't helped with anything we tried. Um, and my doctor told me to go see a pelvic floor physio. So this was life changing um, for yeah. me. Not only did I find out it had nothing to do with like dryness or enough lubrication, but it all had to do with my internal muscles. Mm-hmm. So again, maybe another episode I'll go into it more, but to sum it up, I was given exercises to do and exercises to avoid <clears throat> Kegels. <laughs> mm-hmm. So bad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, again, maybe another episode, but 
as a woman, I feel like this is the one thing that is encouraged all the time, like is to do these Kegels and it can be so bad for you, especially if your internal muscles are already kind of clenched as, as they are. Um, I was surprised even in one of my textbooks, like through my studies, um, it, it talks about doing Kegels, getting ready for having a baby and doing all the stuff. And I'm like, no, no, like each person is different. Not every woman needs to be doing Kegels. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, there is one episode that we have where you guys interviewed a pelvic floor physio. So if you mm-hmm. are kind of like, oh, I wonder what more this is, go and listen to that. Yeah. I'll link Callie's, it below. Yeah, Kelly we'll link did it below. a great job. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. She so that was awesome. And so she well. joked in there that women doing Kegels is why she still has a job. So. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> anyway, lesson during this season was that intimacy takes a lot of work, but it's worth it. And seek help if you have pain. Mm-hmm. And again, most of all, communicate, always communicate, even if it's hard. Yeah. We had many, many, many late night discussions. Like it's worth talking about. Okay. Lastly, a bit of deconstruction on my worldview on women's sexuality. So this is a season that I'm currently in. Um, I've been diving into so many books all about our anatomy, our biology, uh, our endocrinology, like finding out where these play a part in my own sexuality and what part they had in the Christian worldview that I was brought up in. So I grew up in a little Mennonite town, more in heritage than actual practice. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, Where Christianity was like fully known. Uh, We are taught the purity culture themes and I feel, and I fully accepted them without question. I viewed my body in a loving way and I viewed sex as a beautiful gift from God. However, like I'm only now realizing in this last season that I actually had pretty tainted views of my actual full body. Like some areas Mm -hmm. I found too unclean and too gross, you know, to fully accept and love and to fully allow my husband to love and that it was okay for him to be there. Um, so in doing a deep dive into the books and now my studies as the fertility support practitioner, I've been opening myself up to new realms of acceptance and love and like, man, things have changed. I feel like our sex life is at a new peak. Our connection and communication are better too, as I've wanted to talk about what I'm learning. Um, so I guess lessons from like the season so far is that learning and experimenting all alongside communication has been the most fun our marriage has experienced and like learning all the areas of my body and sexuality and taking the time to truly think about what I believe about it all and who design, who God designed me to be as a woman um, has been such a fulfilling journey. Hmm. And I, I would say even this podcast has helped too. like just listening and, you know, we get to think about sex a lot, <laughs> thinking of what we're planning we and doing. To. So it's like on the forefront <laughs> yeah. of our minds often. Yeah. And I think even, even that like has helped in, mm-hmm. in thinking about it and how God's designed it and, mm-hmm. and all of that. Like it's, yeah, it's so good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's so kind how of how long, up. how long was it from like, how long after you got married until you guys decided to start trying for kids? Five years. And then how long did you try before you like went and got help? Uh, one year. And, and then, then it took another year until so, like. So seven years after you were married, you had your yeah. first? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then thinking, so we've introduced you to the Instagram land and all those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Patrons, yeah. patrons knew you were coming before everyone else did. Yeah. Um, all that good stuff. But so thinking about the podcast, and I feel like we didn't really touch on this in our previous episode with you, 
much. I think we're going to kind of touch about it here. But like, so yeah. what, what are you, like, I feel like this kind of explains like what you bring, like this whole different side of, of knowledge of like women's sexuality and like this also like having this testimony and like going through the struggles of trying to conceive and that kind of stuff and like having that on your heart, like I feel like is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are you looking forward to like being a part of the podcast? Like I'm just curious to like to talk about it now because yeah. we're like, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. We can talk about this now, right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> totally. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> um, I think – like I'm looking forward to putting more, um, I don't know if like scientific facts into it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all the stuff learning like, yeah, biology, anatomy, our reproductive organs, all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Just giving a little bit more depth into that yeah. arena, mm-hmm. I think. And maybe just tell the listeners, like from a practical standpoint, like what you, what your role is going to be here, what you're going to yeah. be doing. Cause yeah, I think, sure. I think people like to know, like who's responding to them. Cause now there's three <laughs> right. of us and totally. yeah, just talk a little bit about what you're going to be doing here. Yeah. So I'll be more kind of the back scene. So you probably won't see me on Instagram very much. Um, I will be doing the newsletters and working with marketing because that's kind of my background. Um, I haven't really said all the other stuff I did. I do. I think I did my Instagram stuff. So I do a lot of stuff. (laughs) Biggest one. I'm a piano teacher. That's like my, my, my main gig. If somebody asks me what I do, that's what I say. Mm -hmm. Um, I also work for a music teacher software company. Um, And so in there I do their emails and marketing. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's kind of where I feel like God has given me so much knowledge in that uh arena like it, it just has uh I, I think it's prepped me for all this stuff here honestly mm-hmm, it's like the yeah. training ground uh so I want to bring my expertise from there into here um yeah and then my writing children's books too so that's another little fun side gig that I have yeah. on with God and I don't know where he's gonna take it I just walk through the open doors and we'll see what happens <laughs> love that yeah, so that's so kind of where I'm at in here. So I'll be on the podcast mm-hmm. doing email stuff and more of the background stuff that probably most followers won't see too much. But I'll try to pop on once in a while mm-hmm. so you can see my face. Yeah, and one of the reasons that we brought Tira on was because she does have like this very unique story, which a lot of women, like unfortunately, it's not that yeah. unique. And so yeah. she's mm-hmm. obviously yeah. got lots of knowledge to help other people. And like just a little bit like behind the curtains here, like we mm-hmm. really want to see this ministry grow and continue to bless more and more marriages. And mm-hmm. when when Tira kind of came to us and talked about her marketing background, I was like, wow, like she could really be a blessing in this super practical, like ministerial way as mm-hmm. well. And so we're super excited to have you here. We're super mm-hmm. excited to see how God uses you through this ministry and all of us together. And Thanks. yeah, this yeah. is, this is going to be a great year for kingdom sexuality. Yeah, I think so too. And I love how God has put us three together. Like I feel like we're family already and it's only yeah. been a short while. And we've <laughs> yeah. never even met. I know. Crazy. <laughs> I feel like that blows people's minds. Uh, yeah. 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 How it'll can happen. we talk about this year? It'll people? happen for sure. <laughs> Yes, I'm like, sure. I'm going to make it happen for sure. I will keep yeah, pestering yeah. until it happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Awesome. Okay, let me close in prayer and then we can wrap this up. God, thank you so much for bringing Tira to this ministry. Thank you that you specifically handpicked her and Mm. you kind of impressed upon her heart to reach out to us. And this is just so clearly part of your plan for for her life and for Mm. this ministry. And Mm -hmm. thank you for her openness and her vulnerability and willingness to share her story to hopefully be a blessing and a help to so many other women who have similar stories or Mm. who are going through similar circumstances and we just ask that you would bring peace and comfort to anyone who is in a similar circumstance mm-hmm. like that right yeah. now, because it can be yeah. super discouraging and yeah. upsetting for sure. And God, would you just continue to bless this ministry so we can continue to bless more and mm-hmm. more marriages. And thank you to every single person listening to this right now that has helped us kind of get to where we are. So thank yeah. you so much to you guys. And God, would you just continue to do your work and let us be open and receptive to how you want to use us and use this ministry. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, friends. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like our content, please like, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And tell your friends, too. Thanks so much for journeying with us today as we tackled the hard questions and dive deep into godly intimacy. Make sure you follow us on Instagram to see more of our content and check the show notes for any links we might have mentioned in today's episode. We're so grateful to be on this journey with you and we can't wait to see you in the next episode.